Good morning, brethren. Good morning. Actually, this is my uh, three times to preach the word of God. Amen. Amen. By the blessings of our God, I'm here again. Actually, I pray to our God uh, to bless his word uh, uh, to equip me by his word. Amen. Amen. I'm not actually a pastor, but I'm uh, trying to study the words of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, the title of my preaching is about the, the fruit of the Spirit is love. Amen. Amen. This is the, actually for the, month, for the month of uh, this month, is the, the theme is uh, the fruit of the Spirit, Holy Spirit. So, I take this uh, uh, topic about love. Amen, Paul. And our key verse, which is uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13. Actually, this, uh, this uh, Bible uh, chapter, this uh, Bible's love chapter, because in this uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, it's aptly known as the love chapter since it gives us a beautiful description of what godly love is like. Amen, Paul? So, I choose this verses, this verse, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13, and now, the three remain faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of this is love. My introduction is spiritual fruit doesn't emerge from nothing. It springs from rich, fertile, nourishing source from the kind of outgoing concern for others that the Bible defines as true love. And my seven key pointers. First, the greatest love and examples of love. Second, what was new about the love Jesus Christ taught? Third, Christ's perfect example of love, learn to love as God loves. Fifth, the fruit of God's Spirit is love. Sixth, love is a word of hate. Seven, God initiates, let us respond. And we back to the introductions, but before we proceed, let us pray. Hallelujah. Holy Father, bless me with your words today. I'm here, O Lord God. Guide me and let the Holy Spirit to dwell in this place, O Lord God. Give me the knowledge and wisdom with your words, O Lord God. Wala akong kakayanan ito, Panginoon, but I ask your guidance, O Lord God. This I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. People long to love and be loved. Consider the countless love stories, songs, 
and poems that have been written. Romanticists sing the phrases of love, as in the song, Love is a man's splendor thing, right? It seems the world is in love with love. The word love can mean many things, as can be seen from the numerous dictionary definitions. We also find many kinds of love in the Bible, right? Love usually refers to strong feelings, and feelings are important. God wants us to really feel love for Him and for other people. But we will see that God also wants us to experience a greater love that transcends human emotions. Many people go through life receiving very little human love. However, God's plan is for every person to eventually experience His love flowing to Him and through Him. So fully that each can honestly say, my cup runneth over with me. When people are desperately trying to understand the mystery of love, they seldom read the greatest book ever written about relationships, which is the Holy Bible. If you study for your, if you study with yourself, you will learn far more about love. Amen? Amen. Just study the Holy Bible, the words. Now, we begin to the seven, seven key pointers. First, the greatest love and examples of love. Many of Many of the examples of human love in the Bible didn't involve any special help from God. Even without His help, people can have a grateful type of love and appreciations for the Creator. But the Bible also reveals how we can experience love for God and love for people are exceeds mere human capability. This highest and purest form of love is God's divine and sublime love that He offers to share with us. In 1 John 4, 8, it says, Whoever does not love, that does, that does, not, go, does not know God, because God is love. In fact, Love summarizes and optimizes the ultimate nature of God. We can learn about love from love himself. God wants to transform us so that our character is also defined by love. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18, just follow and uh, read your Bible. And will be a father unto you. And you shall be my sons and daughters, said the Lord Almighty. Consider God's decisions to create human beings. He did not need us, and God knew what he expects initially from his wayward. Creatures mostly creep. 
but because of God's desire to share everything others, He creates sons and daughters according to His words in Second Corinthians verse six and eighteen, for His expanding family. In Hebrews chapter ten twelve, it says, "And every priest standeth daily, ministering and opening open times, the same sacrifices." which can never take away sins. And Revelation 13, 8, And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written at the book of life of the Lamb, is slain from the foundations of the world. Amen? Even before creations, God the Father and the one who became Jesus Christ knew that to transform human beings spiritually and bring them into the kingdom of God. Christ would have to sacrifice his life for humanity, human, hum, humanity's sin, ating kasalanan. Sinakripisyo niya ang kanyang buhay para sa atin. Amen po. In John chapter 16, John chapter 3 verse 16, it says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That greatest ever demonstrations of love was the ultimate sacrifice God the Father and Jesus Christ made for each of us. It's true. Hallelujah. This is in John 3.16. Second, what was new about the love Jesus Christ taught? Thank you. The three great commandments Jesus emphasized were not new. Contrary, contrary to what people think, the Old Testament is full of teachings about love. But Jesus Christ taught a whole new level of love and set a never-before-seen example of love. Let's see what was new about it. A man well versed in a scriptural law Trying to touch Jesus, which is in Matthew 22, verse 36. Ask him which was the great, most important commandment in the law. Jesus answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Matthew 22, 37. But Jesus then went behind that was specifically us saying and the second is like it you shall love your neighbor as yourself in Matthew 22 verse 39 this was not a new commandment brethren since Jesus 
was going quoting in Leviticus verse 19:18 and it says You are not to seek vengeance or hold a grudge against the descendants of your people. Instead, love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. So, in the Old Testament, it is already uh, said that love your neighbor as you love yourself. Amen, Paul? And then Jesus, it comes here, as he said, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But Jesus then went beyond what was specifically asking, saying, uh, when the people speaks of love, note that love has more to do with what we do than with what we think or feel. Therefore, the first thing we notice is that Jesus raised love your neighbor to much higher level or importance. He meant for us to show love even when it is not natural or easy. Even when the other person is not appreciative or responding. When Paul wrote, Husbands, love your wives. This is in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 25. He meant that we should treat our wives lovingly all the time. Not only husbands, but also do the wives love your husbands. Amen. Amen? Even when we don't feel like it. And generally, the more we show love, the more we feel love. Amen? Amen? Next, number three. Christ's perfect example of love. Jesus said, a new command, I give you, love one another. It is from John chapter 13, verse 34. NIV, New International Version. What was new about it? The second half of the verse explains, as I have loved you, you must love one another. It says, You know, Jesus' teachings about love set to highest standards ever. If we open our books, if we open our uh, Bible, the uh, books of Luke, 
सिक्स बट आई सेम टू यू हु आर लिसनिंग लव योर एनिमीज डू गुड टू दोज हु हेट यू ब्लेस दोज हु कैर्स यू एंड फ्राई फॉर दोज हु इंसल्ट यू इफ समन लाइक स्ट्राइक्स यू ऑन द स्टिक ऑपर हिम द अदर वन एस वेल एंड इफ समन टेक्स योर कोट Don't keep back your shirt either. Keep on giving to everyone who asks you for something. And if anyone takes what is yours, do not insist on getting him, getting his back. Whatever you want people to do, to do for you, do the same for them. If you love those who love you, what thanks do you deserve? Why even sinners love those who love them? If you do good to those who do good to you, with what thanks do you deserve? Even sinners do that. If you lend to those from whom you expect to get to get to get something back, what thanks do you deserve? Even sinners lend to sinners to get back what they lend. In verse thirty-five, rather love your enemies. Do good to them and lend them to them, expecting nothing in return. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, because He is kind even to the grateful, ungrateful, and evil, evil people. Thirty-six. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Thirty-seven. Stop judging, and you will never be judged. Stop condemning. And you will never condemn. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Eight, give, and it will be given to you. And large quantity, fresh together, shake down, and running over will be put into your lap, because you are evaluated by the same standard with which you evaluate others. And he backed them up with his perfect example. In these words, in the Luke chapter six, verse twenty-seven to eight, showing a love greater than the world had ever seen. Consider how Christ, willing for the sake of mankind, to sacrifice His heavenly glory and power to be incarnated as a mere human being, in in Philippians chapter two, verse five eleven. Just read for that one. Jesus he continually went about doing good for everyone as a humble servant teaching encouraging healing the sick comforting the oppressed we can find it in acts 10:38 matthew 8 matthew 8:1 1-17 he did not come to be served but to serve it is in matthew 20:28 Pumunta siya rito na siya ang mag-serve sa atin. <coughs> Hindi siya na tayo ang mag-serve uh, para sa kanya. Siya ang nag-serve sa atin. Amen po. Amen. 
Jesus, in uh, John 15 verse 13, it says, Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. Jesus laid his name and energy continually and then laid down his very life for his beloved, for us. He was willing to go through the most terrible suffering and then death for each and every one of us. So we see from Christ's teachings an example that godly love is deep ongoing concern for and generous giving to others. And it is continual, continual willingness to self-sacrificing so we can assist others. It is the opposite of selflessness and self-centeredness. Number four, learn to love as God loves. <coughs> we can learn how to love God and to love others by following the Bible examples, teachings, and laws. For this is the love of God that we keep His commandments, and His commandments are not burdensome. In 1 John chapter 3. Chapter 5, verse 3, I should say. We can also learn God lovely by being a fellowship with others. Believers in God's church here. True Christians are to love all people. Plus they are also to have a special love for each other. We ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. 1 Corinthians First uh, John chapter 3, verse 14 to 18. The original Christians were wonderful examples of ideal brotherly love. In Acts chapter 2, verse, verse 41 to 47, you just uh, read that one. Jesus said that love for one another was to be primary the distinguishing feature of his disciples in John chapter 13, verse 35. God showed his love to us by giving us his perfect laws. We show our love for God by obeying this law, those laws. The first four of the Ten Commandments tell us how to love God. And the last six tell us how to love our fellow man. Amen, Paul? Amen. Now, number five. The fruit of God's Spirit is love. Our human efforts alone can never produce godly love, right? But the good news is this. People can have the divine type love toward God and toward other people if, if they have the indwelling of God's spirit. 
Right? If the Spirit dwell in you, love is there. Amen. The Apostle Paul referred to us, to it, to it us, the love that comes from the Holy Spirit. In Romans chapter 15, verse 30, he said, God is Spirit, God is Spirit is the Spirit of power and of love. And of sound mind, Second Timothy, verse one, uh, chapter one, verse seven. To the Galatians, Paul wrote that the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, patience, endurance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. From the book of Galatians, chapter 5, verse 22 to 23. But love tops the least because it is first in importance. It is also encompasses all the other aspects of the fruit of the Spirit. But for those who have received God's Spirit, God has poured out His love into our hearts. By the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 5 verse 5. We begin a little love. But God help us to keep growing. Until we have a lot of love. Right? By His Spirit. God offers us continual supply of His limitless love. He continually fills our wills so that we have plenty to give to other thirsty people. An analogy Christ used is that His love is like a river that comes from the great source and will flow through us. Just read in John chapter 7, verse 38. God will keep His love flowing into us as long as it keeps flowing out from us. It must flow back to God, a grateful, reciprocal, responsive love for God, and it must flow out in love and service to other people. The more you give it away, the more you will have, and the more you love others, the more you will be loved. Amen? Amen. Now we are in number six. Loving and a word of hate. When Paul wrote the Galatians, he was alarmed that the bad influence were causing to the, them to lose their love for one another. You can read in Galatians chapter 5, verse 13 to 26. In Galatians chapter 6, verse 1, uh, chapter 1, verse 2, 10. They were exhibiting more works of the flesh than the fruit of the Spirit. Today, the influence toward hatred and selflessness are even worse. Right? Marami. Marami ng ano, 
ang uh, nangyayari ngayon. Nandiyan yung hatred, selfishness, and evil mouth. Paul wrote that in the last days, perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, without natural affections, lovers of pleasures, more than lovers of God. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, verse 1 to 4, King James Version. And Jesus, foretelling conditions in the end time, said that because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. You can find it, find it in Matthew chapter 24, verse 12. All around us, we see indifference, resentment, anger, abuse, and even cruelty. There is more loneliness and heartbreak in the world than real love. But the return of Jesus Christ will bring about the fulfillment of this promise of Ezekiel chapter 36 and 26. And it says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh that is a soap, yielding heart instead of his hard, stubborn heart. This is the word from the book of Ezekiel chapter 26, verse 26. When God's spirit, each of us can be a light of love in the midst of darkness. Seven, it is the last. God initiates, let us respond. All true love comes ultimately from God. We love Him because He first loved us. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 19, God takes the lead in establishing the relationship. God's calling is like a marriage proposal, my dear brethren. It is up to us to respond by humbly submitting and committing to Him. If we do, God will love us forever and will forever fill us with His love. When God's people are led by the Spirit of God, that Spirit produces wonderful and abundant fruit to God. In Romans chapter 8, verse 14, And all of the aspects of the fruit of the Spirit, the loveliness is love. So the most important thing is here, my brethren, is to love. This is the teaching of our God. The first commandment 
Love your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And the second thing, and the second commandment, love your neighbor as you love yourself. This is my topic about love. So my dear brethren, we love each other. We love one another. Lalong-lalo na dito sa church natin. Not only for the church, but we love to those who are not yet Christians. We don't have to choose to them what they are. We have to love. For me, actually, sometimes I got angry in my work. So that's why I think, oh, our God, the, the commandments is to love your neighbor as you love yourself. So sometimes I, get, uh, I commit mistake in my work. But I confess every time my sins, which I uh, get mistakes every day. So the purpose of our God, our Lord Jesus Christ, to love one another, my dear brethren. And my conclusion, 30, 30 minutes na ba? <laughs> Hallelujah. God's children will abide in love from God. And love for God. For God is love. That love was perfectly demonstrated by Jesus. Amen. The response of the children of God then should be to love one another. To the end that God love, God's love may be reflected in them. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Holy Father, thank you for your words today. Thank you for your love to each and, each and every one of us, O Lord God. Continue to dwell your spirit to, uh, to each and every one of us, O Lord God. I bless you po ang bawat isa po sa amin na inyong banal na salita, Father God. And I pray for the unity in this church, O Lord God. Na ang pag-ibig ay ibubuhos dito sa church na ito, O Lord God. Ditong maliit na church, O Lord. Bless us, O Lord God. Help the church, O Lord God, lalong-lalo na, Lord, sa finances, ang kailangan namin, Panginoon. Because we believe in you, O Lord, Father God, that you are the great provider. Only we claim your words, O Lord God, and your promises. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, that's what you said. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Lord, thank you for your promises and your words. I pray, O oh Father God, ng bawat isa po sa amin, O oh Lord God, to, to continue to serve you, O oh Lord, oh Lord, Father God. And let the Holy Spirit to dwell in this place, O oh Lord God. Always protects each and every one of us, O oh Lord God. Sa bawat trabaho namin, bless our jobs, O oh Lord God. Whatever trials we have, O oh Lord God, guide us, O oh Holy Father. We believe in you, O oh Lord God, that trials, nariyan po kayo, hindi nyo kami pababayaan. Salamat. Thank you, Holy Father, for all the trials that we have in our life. Father God, we bring back all the praises 
glories and adorations to you. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Palakpakan natin ang Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you very much, uh, Brother Lord. You have certainly uh, highlighted the theme.